Good morning. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I read the case 2300 Inc. vs. City of Arlington, Texas, 888-SW2D-123, Texas Court of Appeals, 2nd District, 1994. Friends, where in the world are you at right now? Wherever it may be, I hope you are ready to think about and to advance the First Amendment and obscenity. Let's go. This case pertained to topless dancing. Specifically, Arlington, Texas, had a law which prohibited patrons from touching the dancers at cabaret establishments. 2300 Inc. fortunately didn't like this, so they fought it. The decision says, quote, In point of error number one, appellants contend that the no-touch provisions are facially overbroad in violation of Article 1, Section 8 of the Texas Constitution. End quote. The Texas Constitution section they are citing is the part about freedom of speech. Thus, this court addresses that issue. They state, quote, topless slash exotic dancing has been recognized as being within the constitutional protections of the First and Fourteenth Amendments. End quote. Hooray, hooray. Other cases have noted this, too. There was a Supreme Court case that they often cite about new dancing. And here they reaffirm this point. They continue, they say, quote, Since it is apparent that topless slash exotic dancing is constitutionally protected conduct, this court will look to see if some exception applies that would justify the trial court's actions. In challenging the no-touch provisions, appellants rely upon the standard imposed in ex part tucci, which sets forth a stringent test for restrictions on protected speech. One, the restrictions must be targeted at the effect of the expression rather than the expression itself. And two, any limitation must represent the least restrictive means to prevent the harmful effects, end quote. You got all that? Is that in your brain? Make it penetrate. Let's digest this. First of all, the Constitution protects it. The Texas Constitution protects it. Good. I'm glad. And the U.S. Constitution protects it. I'm glad. Hooray, hooray. So they're saying if it's going to have a law, the law has to deal with not the conduct itself. You can't ban all new dancing. It has to deal with something on the periphery of it. They state that the Texas Constitution is greater in its support of freedom of expression than the United States Bill of Rights, particularly First Amendment. But they don't think it's actually pertinent to the issue at hand. They say there haven't been cases that have focused on 
topless dancing as it relates to the Texas Constitution and how it gives more of a right to freedom of speech. And they also note, quote, Additionally, although First Amendment coverage extends to topless slash exotic dancing, it does not guarantee the right to engage in the protected expression at all times and places in or in any matter that may be desired, end quote. On the surface, that sounds fair enough, but we've got issues here because we need to be on guard. We need to be vigilant. They talk about there are three criteria you have to put in place if you're going to restrict something like topless dancing. They say one has to be content neutral, two has to be narrowly tailored to serve a significant government interest, and three, leave open ample alternative channels for communication. End quote. So they wrestle with whether this law does that. It doesn't look good from just that alone, my friends, unfortunately. They say, quote, Applying the time, place, and manner test, this court upholds the trial court's conclusion that the no-touch provisions are content-neutral. Although the provisions specifically apply to adult cabarets, they do not discriminate on the basis of the content of the dance performance. Rather, the provisions are directed to the secondary effects of adult cabarets, namely crimes such as prostitution, drug trafficking, and assault, which is constitutionally permissible. End quote. They worded it in a grammatically questionable way here. It almost sounds like they're saying prostitution, drug trafficking, and assault are constitutionally permissible, but we know they are saying that the laws here are what's permissible. So that sentence could have been written better. Good thing we have critical thinking in our brains because we know what they meant to say. But sometimes, we don't know. They do discuss how this, for some reason, single out adult cabarets, but... That is not something they're concerned about because it's not sufficient, they say. It's not enough to overturn it. As they state, quote, It's my understanding of constitutional law that the legislator need not cure all problems with one legislative act. As long as all adult cabaret exotic dancers are treated the same, I see no denial of equal protection, end quote. And then they also deal with the issue of the touching part of it. The dancers here want to have the ability to touch because it helps them bond and connect to the customers, they say here. But the court says that's okay to deny the touching part because they have other ways to bond with the customers. And getting back to that 
equal protection thing, they also say the following, quote, In point of error number two, appellants assert that the no-touch provisions violate their equal protection rights as guaranteed by Article 1, Section 3 of the Texas Constitution because the provisions only apply to adult cabarets and no other sexually oriented businesses. Appellants contend that the employees' customers of adult cabarets are singled out through an arbitrary, under-inclusive classification, end quote. This is a good move in a sense and also not a good move in a sense. You don't want to give these prudes, these regulators, any ideas. So to say, you're not going after these other people. We don't want them to also make other sexually orientated businesses be under stricter laws. So they're fighting... They're, it's a fine line here because we don't want adult cabarets to be singled out, but also we don't want a broader law that restricts more freedom. So I can't blame them for trying. Something to consider. And they also say, quote, the city of Arlington is not required to regulate all sexually oriented businesses in the same manner. It's not required to address or, and or correct all problems in one piece of legislation, end quote. Like we mentioned earlier with the other quote, they don't have to do that They don't have to address and discuss every type of sexual orientated business in one law. Ultimately, they say the following, quote, the judgment of the trial court is affirmed, end quote. We didn't win this one, friends, but don't hang your heads down in shame. Instead, look up to the sky, look up to First Amendment heaven, which is where 2300 Inc. is headed, as long as they did not commit heinous offenses. I don't know their life history. I'm not omnipotent and omnipresent and omniobservant. Thus, I can't say definitively that they're headed to First Amendment heaven. Like Christians like to remind us, we can't totally judge someone. In a sense, you can't. So we need to apply that to here in our assessment of First Amendment heaven. Therefore, I will give them the benefit of the doubt and assume they haven't committed any heinous offenses so they would be headed to First Amendment heaven. And that's where we need to put our eyes on First Amendment Hood and ask ourselves, how can we get there too? How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.